Hello and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the SEMA podcast. So welcome to all our new listeners to Learn Signal's new SEMA podcast. So this is very exciting for us. It's episode one. My name is Alan Lynch. I'm the head of education for Learn Signal, and I'm joined today by Katie. Hi everyone. I'm the course director for SEMA. So we have been working very hard over the last few months in order to offer a Learn Signal course um, to SEMA students and future SEMA students. On a weekly basis, we will have a podcast and our podcast will be talking about um, what is around the SEMA course and what stage you are at your studying and providing you advice. Um, we'll also talk about news stories and what we think about the news stories and what you might think that will help you in your case study exams. And then we'll be also answering student questions. So keep an eye out on social media. And every week, just before we start uh, recording the podcast, we'll be taking any of your questions. Anybody who's interested in looking at our courses, if you go to LearnSignal.com and you can sign up there and have a look at our library. Um, And we're really looking forward to um, being with you through your uh, study journey. So for our first podcast today, we just have a couple of interviews. And as students, it's often complicated about like where you're where you're going and what your course is for and why you would do SEMA. So we have an interview coming up with Kieran Phelan, and Kieran is the head of SEMA Ireland. And Kieran has some really interesting insights about the benefits of being a SEMA student and SEMA qualified. And then that's followed by some insights from Philip Marr, the CEO of Learn Signal about exactly what the experience might be for a SEMA student joining LearnSignal. So we hope you enjoy those two interviews um, and we look forward to seeing you in future weeks. Hello, and today myself and Katie are joined by Kieran Phelan and Kieran is the head of SEMA Ireland. Um, and we thought that this would just be a real opportunity for anybody who is studying SEMA or considering SEMA um, to really hear from um, the people who have helped put together the, the SEMA course and the syllabus and who are there to support you. So welcome, Kieran. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for joining us today. Um, so I guess the first thing about it is um, there may be students out there who are thinking of doing professional accounting. Um, I'm not too sure which qualification. So I guess from your perspective, you would so say do SEMA. So why, why SEMA? It's a very good question, Alan. I think the same is as much a business qualification as an accountancy qualification. You know, although students uh, study both management accounting and financial accounting in, in great detail, they also study business skills, leadership skills, people skills, uh, strategy, and now more importantly, uh, with our new uh, 2019 syllabus, digital skills. Mm. So after qualifying with SEMA, they're very well-rounded. Uh, for a for a professional, very progressive career, both in accounting if that's where they want to go, or in the more business environment. I remember when I did my accounting qualification. I won't tell you how many years ago it was. It um, looks a long time ago. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Um, I'm glad we brought you on for compliments today. Um, but when we did, when I did it, it was very much focused on profit and loss balance sheets, and. Um, like your your employer wanted you to come out to be able to do the year-end accounts and the monthly accounts. And I think now, and you mentioned digital, now it's computers and it's um, a lot of that's already done and it's kind of, it's the likes of Sage are taking over and all of that. And I think the the career of an accountant, and we do have this this feeling of like accounting is boring and stuff, but I think what's happening is the role of the accountant is becoming more important in a company, but it's strategic rather than the numbers. The numbers kind of 
are the numbers and they now, to an extent, take care of themselves. But it's that key strategic advice that companies are looking for from, from an accountant. You're, you're right, Adam. I mean, technology is, is changing the way we all go about our, our, our jobs and our roles. And in fact, it's doing away with a lot of traditional roles and accountancy is no exception. Yeah. A lot of the things that accountants were trained to do in times gone by, as you said, are now done, done by machines. But what's not can't be done by machines, machines is analysis, interpretation, decision making. You know, they can produce the figures. They can give you all where you might go. But at the end of the day, it's not technology on its own. It's not people on its own. It's the combination of both. And I think that's where finance departments are realizing they have to go and train their st- staff accordingly so that they're able to bring that those extra business and people skills to the data that's been produced by the technology. And we've seen over the last few months, so Katie has been um, happily toiling away and putting our SEMA course together. Um, and it's a very detailed course, and it is, um, in fairness, from what we see, it's different than than a lot than other accounting qualifications. Um, and I think what I notice is the focus on strategy and decision making and um, interpretation analysis. It's not... It's very practical, of course. Yeah, it is. And actually, it's not just the kind of high level. When you read it, you go, oh, yeah, they're going really practical, even when you get in. And obviously, we've got into the, the detail. It is very practical. And it is, uh, I think that you were, used that word rounded earlier on. And I think if somebody, if, uh, if you're thinking of studying SEMA, if you really embrace everything, the, the kind of the messages that you're getting, um, it's a really good career Role. And I think that's the point, Alan. I mean, if you look at our, our, our membership, those who have qualified as ACMAs or CGMAs, okay, a lot of them are financial directors or, or chief financial officers, but an awful lot of them are, are commercial oper- op- operations or chief executives. They've moved on within their organizations because fundamentally, as you said, it has a huge strategic and business element. And the great thing about the course is it sort of brings the student along a path. So you start off just getting your diploma. That gives you the whole the basis for being a good accountant a good financial person then it moves you up into the advanced diploma which gives you the management skills and then eventually you go up to the top level and that gives you the strategic skills so by the end of the course if you're going out for a job there an employer says i want you can say i can because Mm. i studied this this and this i think that's the relevancy of, of of the same syllabus and obviously a big focus is the digital side and i think that's a when we were looking into SEMA, and I'm not SEMA qualified, but when we were looking into SEMA and putting the, again, when we're putting the course together, the new syllabus has a huge focus on, on digital. And, and it seems to be very much across the board. It's, it's, but it's, uh, it seems to be from a, a, how to deal with the digital world rather. It's not teaching you, oh, how to do Excel spreadsheets, or it's not teaching you how to use new technology. It's kind of, it seems to be really targeting to, to providing advice on how to work within that world. Yeah, we say in SEMA that the pace of change has never been this fast, but it will never be this slow again. Yeah. And uh, when, we, when we go to change the syllabus, we reach out to our members across the globe who are working as very senior people in organizations and financial departments and ask them what type of people do they need into the future that will be able to do the jobs and the roles that are required for their business. And what came across from every one of them was digital skills. Mm. You know, you've got artificial intelligence, you've got robotics, you've got cyber risks, you've got all things that are coming down the line at a pace. And we must make sure that, you know, our students who qualify through SEMA are able to handle those challenges for, for, for their future employers going forward. 
When we look at, um, when you look at your students, I guess, the, the CMS students and hopefully our CMS students in the future, um, the, the syllabus is really good. There's no doubt about that. Um, and you're, I think, probably more than before, there's a clearer path about what a CMS student can do. And I think there's a lot on your website. And I know across a number of CMS offices, there's been a lot of really good communication, as you mentioned, with employers and kind of really highlighting to employers what a SEMA qualified person can do. And even to an extent, I guess, a SEMA student while they're doing their training, they're getting a lot of learning even early on that they can contribute early. I guess from a student perspective, it's still a professional qualification. They're not easy. <laughs> and I don't think we, like, this part of AES is great, but I think there's still a lot required from a student to get the SEMA qualification. Yeah, and I think any professional qualification requires a lot of work, a lot of commitment, because ultimately you're providing yourselves with the skills and the training to build a career for yourself in a very fast-moving, complicated world. So any, any professional qualification has to ready you for that. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's not easy. It will take a number of years. It will take commitment. It will take time. It will take effort. Uh, and and we're, we are all time poor nowadays. But in, the, in, 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 a, in a career that will probably last 40, maybe 50 years to where we're going now, mm. that longer. time, maybe longer, <laughs> that time and commitment now is, is, is well worth it. Yeah. Like what we, we, we talk about, uh, and we made these words up, the great thing about a CMA qualification from our perspective is it delivers three things, employability. The world will always require management accountants, finances for the business lives and breathes. Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? How much am I likely to make? Mobility. It's an internationally recognized qualification. So you can go wherever in the world and, and know that you can, you can pick up a job. And we talk about progressibility. And that's the word we made up. Because by studying SEMA, we have seen it and witnessed it. The way the course is devised, that what you study will ensure that you grow in the organizations that you join. But it does take commitment and it does take work. And have you seen... Um is there demand growing with the new syllabus from employers? So, because I guess employers were a big, had a big say in the syllabus, and and you took a lot of their feedback. Are they kind of repaying that faith in you by by the, by looking for more SEMA roles now? Well, it, it's obviously very early days because yeah. new syllabus only been just just been launched. Yeah. But the, the initial feedback has been incredibly positive uh, from employers out there that it does really, you know hit the, the, the core needs that they do have. So at this very early stage, we're very pleased with the level of response that we've got from, from employers and from uh, various lecturers in relation to the content of the course. We believe it's a very, very modern course now, very, very up-to-date, and we do change our syllabus regularly to, to make sure we do stay up-to-date with what's happening in, in, in the marketplace. And as you know, we now have a very modern uh, charging structure. Yes. Because if somebody has an exemption, that's on my list. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe, no, maybe I'll let you get there. I'm, yeah, I'm no. sorry for doing your job. <laughs> Could you give us maybe an idea, um, just because I'm interested, of like the type of jobs that the majority, say, of SEMA qualified students end up in? So obviously, like there's management accountants, but I, I just hear like a lot of them might end up in, say, like consulting, for example. Yeah, consulting is a huge one now, and 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 it's an area that seems to be growing uh, significantly. I mean, the big four uh, accountancy practices we all know have seen that you know auditing is going down so we have to find our, our, our way of making fees elsewhere yeah uh, the way to do that is businesses need advice if, if you have this very fast moving environment you know strategy where I need to go where I need to position my product and what I need to do you need people to help you with that 
So what the consultancy firms out there are saying is that their consultants who study SEMA are given the tools necessary to allow them advise companies. And as they say themselves, get under the bonnet of what the organizations do. Yeah. And getting under the bonnet of an organization as a consultant is not being st- only being strategic, but it's also having a very good understanding of the financials within that organization. So a lot of people are going towards that. Um, but it's, it's, I think your, your, your question is, is well made because I think a lot of young people out there, they box accountancy into a very narrow focus. Exactly. But yeah, like we've mentioned, like the beauty of this is you can go down a number of different paths with the SEMA qualification. Correct. And, and as I said, a lot of our members are chief operation officers. They're chief executive officers. Yeah. Um, we, we had one member and he was trying to explain to me, he, he works in, in, in the, the public service in Northern Ireland, but he's in the Department of Justice and part of their role was to, was to gauge uh, the, 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 the increase in criminality in the future and therefore if there is going to be an increase, what the increase is likely to be and therefore how many prisons do we require? How many police <laughs> do we require to cater for all this? So well, that's interesting. It gets into the, really into areas outside just debits and credits, bookkeeping, yes. yeah. you know, and so on and so forth. I think that's the excitement. And we, and we need to get that message out to more students because yeah. they're not seeing that the, the population of people studying accountancy has flatlined over the last number of years. Mm. And that's a danger for society and it's a danger for business here now. We need to be building and delivering more management accountants because we, we say that in a lot of businesses, they are the co-pilot in the business. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's good. Right? I think that, that's true. So you touched earlier, and I know your key the charging structure. Um, and I to, again going back to myself, I remember my biggest shock for when I started studying, and I was lucky that I had an employer who paid for it. Didn't pay me much else, but <laughs> at the time, I, I won't show you that. But it is uh, there w- we wouldn't get uh, a twenty-one-year-old to walk in our front door today, even to say hello if they got paid what I got paid. But the one thing they did was look after all the fees and. Um, I think when I remember I did mine um, exemption fees and I remember getting this letter in and saying, if you want to do your next, your first exam, because I'd been to college and done that more traditional route, we want to call it, um, does these exemption fees and you get this letter in and you go, whoa, <laughs> like that's, I think at the time that was more than 10% of my annual salary. <laughs> and you just kind of go, whoa. And, and again, I was lucky to get an employer, but I think that's a, that happens in the UK and Ireland, even though even that's reducing a little bit. But I think internationally, um, there's not a lot of employers. So SEMA have done something really interesting on that whole exemption thing. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh, I mean, for any business, you know, that that's that's a risk yeah. because it was a good income stream. But the, the view in SEMA uh, is twofold. One, we need to encourage more people into the profession, and uh, an inhibiting factor that stops people getting in, as you rightly said, is the cost. Yeah. Particularly if you've just left college, you've had a huge amount of fees to get yourself through college. And as you said, most people who start to study SEMA are at the start of their careers. Yeah. So they haven't got a huge amount of money. They've also spent four or five years studying uh, certain elements of a particular course. So credit should be given for that. So if you're given the credit for it, you don't necessarily need to charge for it as well. Yeah, you know? and it is a case of you're, you're kind of... It's one thing paying for an exam and paying for tuition because you're you you pay money to see them, you do an exam, you go sit the exam, you get a result. So there's a there's a supply line nearly or a supply chain there. But the the charging for exemptions is a is a little bit kind of I pay you money so I can pay you more money later. <laughs> and I think and I can see why people did it and, and I know um 
different bodies do it because it is kind of awarding. You're still awarding something. So you're awarding credit for what you've done in the credit, past, yeah. but in their course. But SEMA charging no exemption fees is certainly, um, again, in a time when you're starting your career and, and cost is an issue, um, definitely makes it more attractive, I think. Yeah, and, and, and it's, 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 the, it's more modern. To me, it's, yeah. more, it's the way the world is going, you know. Yeah. And uh, as I said, we're giving credit for the studies that people have already achieved. We're making it more affordable. So hopefully that will bring in a wider spectrum of people who previously would have liked to go into a management accountant business type qualification but as you rightly said, got the bill, got the cost, I can't afford this, and therefore go elsewhere. That brings that, that hub of people, I think, back, back into the fold, and that can only be positive, uh, definitely for SEMA, but for the profession as a whole. So, Kieran, that was brilliant. Um, I think it's very encouraging for any for anybody who is thinking about doing SEMA in the future, um, and any employer, I think, will get a lot of comfort knowing that this kind of a a group of SEMA students coming through in the next few years that are going to be well qualified and good value added to their business. So thank you very much for coming in today. Um, and it's been great to have you. And we wish the new syllabus best of luck as we both work our way through it. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Kate, and Thanks, Alan. If you're enjoying listening to the Forget the Numbers podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate us on your podcast provider. So we're joined now by uh, Philip Marr, who's the CEO of Learn Signal, um, and we've heard from um, Kieran Phelan earlier, the head of SEMA Ireland. Um, I guess talking about how good an option SEMA is, and I think we're new to the market, Philip. So it's very exciting. Uh, we're very, very new. What? Why SEMA? Why? Why did you think, from a strategic perspective, for Learn Signal, was it a good course to go into? I think there's a a lot of opportunities with SEMA. It's a developing syllabus it's constantly evolving they're very conscious of being kept up to date and being relevant from the student point of view i think that's very important for a platform like ourselves because we do try and focus on the best options the best offering for the students and i think kind of there's a natural um overlap kind of a natural similar mentality between ourselves and SEMA. Yeah, because I think one thing that we're always trying to do is 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 kind of change for the student, and it's not. I think the traditional view might have been, well, we teach this way, come in and learn the way we say to learn. Nearly yeah. rather than I think we spend a lot of time. What's the most efficient way people learn and trying to adapt what we do? I think SEMA is probably doing something similar to that. Yeah, I think their their approach of the on demand exams was very much a step in the direction of accommodating the student and being aware of the student lifestyle rather than trying to suit themselves. I'm sure it would have been far more suitable for them to do only a few sittings a year and have a kind of a focused time frame. but they're constantly keeping themselves on, the, on their toes by having this on-demand examination. So it kind of, it suits with our mentality as well of accommodating the students and working to their best interests. I know it sounds a little bit, um, considering we're all from Learn Signal here, but I will say it anyway. We, um, I think, we definitely offer a different experience than other for students than most, if any other providers. Um, what can a SEMA student expect from Learn Signal? Well, they can expect the kind of the standard where a SEMA student will really benefit 
is that we learned a lot when we started our ACCA qualification. And we've refined and honed and we've developed a much better understanding of what the student needs. So the SEMA students are going to benefit from all the learning we've done. They're going to get a, you know, on-demand lectures. They're going to get a whole lot of additional resources, the webinars, podcasts, but also 24-7 tutor support and I suppose just everything on demand, everything when they need it. And I think the one thing CMR are concentrating on, and, and I guess they've realised, and you might expect that some of the other bodies might follow, is that um, money is a big thing that turns students off. Um, it discourages them. Like we talked um, to Kieran earlier, and CMR were a big thing to get rid of the exemption fees. And I think the, the structure of our company was, is designed um, to give the best value to students. Yeah, it's... It was a big decision with LearnSignal to decide to create a subscription model rather than just follow the traditional pricing model. When you think about our peers like BPP and Kaplan in terms of being approved learning providers, we decided not to follow the traditional route and we decided to take a more progressive pricing model that would suit students, suits their lifestyles. And I think the SEMA students are going to be encountering this for the first time as well. Um, so hopefully they'll reap as much benefit as the ACCA students have so far. So that's great. Thank you very much, Philip. Um, For all those future SEMA students or current SEMA students, we uh, look forward to you joining us on LearnSignal.com sometime soon. So I hope you enjoyed those two interviews with Kieran and Philip and you get a good feeling for SEMA and for LearnSignal. Again, www.LearnSignal.com and uh, Come and join us and see what's going on and maybe follow this podcast. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or any other podcast provider that you use. Um, We hope you subscribe and give us ratings and feedback anytime. So see you next week.